I'm Deirdre Fitzpatrick, and welcome to the Dying to Ask podcast. We're doing back-to-back episodes with professional home organizer Kim Salisbury of Home Method Co. Now, last episode, we talked about the impact that decluttering has on your mental health. This episode, we're looking specifically at the impact for college students. You know how cleaning out a space makes you feel, a little bit more focused, calm. Well, it's especially true in a small space like a dorm room, especially when you're sharing one with somebody. It is already a really emotional time for a lot of kids. And if you can make that small space feel more restful and organized, it can go a long way in keeping students happy and focused. On this time to ask what to pack and more importantly, what not to pack. The most overrated thing that kids put on their beds, a paperwork checklist before you even set foot on the campus, and the inexpensive space saver that parents might want to add to their own bedrooms. We're going back to school with Kim Salisbury on this Dying to Ask. Have you ever wondered how did they do that? I do all the time. I'm Deirdre Fitzpatrick, and Dying to Ask is the podcast that gets me off a TV news set and into candid conversations with authors, entrepreneurs, athletes, and influencers I have been dying to talk to. Soak up the motivation that comes from learning how other people live their lives, how they take an idea or a goal, they follow through, and they pull it off. And maybe along the way, I'll get some answers to questions you've been dying to ask. So, Kim, you got one going to college. Yes, I can't believe it. Three weeks. We only have three more weeks. I know. It's just gone so fast. It's exciting. You know, it's funny you have advised people, you know, on things to or how to organize and things to bring to college for years. Now it's actually you. Are you taking your own advice? I am absolutely what I'm what you know what I've been I the thing that I've been trying to do, especially right now, because we're so close is I'm trying to rein it in I'm trying to pare down the list because this is what I've been saying is don't bring too much less is more, we don't need too much stuff in the dorms but then I just keep adding things to my list, but then I have to take them off because I have to be mindful of how many homes we've been in in the last three months over the summer of our clients and while we're there the mom is like I know you're doing the pantry today but could you just go upstairs and please look at my daughter's room because she just got home from college and the entire dorm exploded in her room so we'll go in there and they have brought everything back that they took to the dorms and every single college student that just came out of the dorm said to me I brought way too much stuff I brought my, my mom, my mom sent me way too much stuff. There's too much stuff, tons of stuff that was never even opened. Like they never used the coffee maker. They didn't use the egg boiler. They didn't use that. They didn't use that. I mean, they didn't use so much of the stuff. So I am trying to take my own advice and I am bringing everything from my top 10 list and I am just going to do bedding. And I'm only, I'm not, I'm only going to bring one throw, throw a pillow because I know everybody says, bring a bunch of throw pillows, make it really cute. They will end up on the floor. I just, I can tell you that right now. Yeah. Well, you have got some great advice for people. And the first thing you say is before you even leave the the home you grew up in is declutter the room Mm -hmm. that they're in because you don't even know what you've got. Right. And I think I've been telling, I've been telling people this for years before they leave for college, there is no better way 
to there's no better time to declutter and to edit is before a move and this is and that would be you know that that works for our moving clients that were actually moving their whole house but your your kid is moving essentially they're moving out of their childhood room this is the time to go through all this stuff and nobody panic i'm not saying throw away their entire childhood <laughs> i'm just saying go through the closet look at all the clothes look at all the shoes anything that they're not wearing or they're not going to bring with them or they're not going to circle back to donate that now and then go through the desk because i know know that there's going to be school supplies in there that you can send with them. You don't have to buy all new school supplies. You can just look in their desk and they probably have stuff from senior year that they can bring with them. I'm sure there's notebooks in there. Just rip out the first couple pages and bring those. It's fine. Go through every corner of the room, go through their nightstands and go through the tchotchkes, the stuffed animals, all of that. Go through that now before you pack. I remember going to college and like I had, I had some sheets I had some posters and I remember bringing an extra roll of tape to make sure my posters <laughs> stayed up. I mean, like that's, that's the preparation that back in the nineties we did. It's <laughs> not know? true. And guess what? There was no Instagram then. There was no internet. No, was, we didn't was, know how no ill-prepared we were. There was no top 10 list. <laughs> we, just, we were just winging it back then. We didn't know what we were doing. And guess what? We were fine. And now these lists that people are saying, you absolutely have to have these things. I mean, I'm guilty of it because I, I did, you know, drop my top 10 list on my blog this morning, but those are top 10 things that I've spend months and years curating and talking to people and talking to experts. And these are the things that matters. The, these are the things that matter that you do need to bring with you, not what, you know, everybody says you should have. You don't need all of these. So let's, okay, let's go through you know? some of the things. Um, okay. Sheets, you recommend two sets of twin XL sheets. That's what fits right. a standard bunk, right? Um, I, all the dorms are twin. X, you know, I said on my video the other day, I said extra large. And I meant to say extra long. All, <laughs> all the dorm, all the, I know I felt so silly. All of the dorm beds are twin extra long. So you buy the sheets that are twin extra long. But here's a quick tip. And you might think this is silly, but I've heard this from a lot of moms. You buy the, especially for boys, boy moms. So you buy two sets of sheets, you put them both on, you put both of the bottom sheets on. And then if you're lucky, they will take that bottom sheet off maybe <laughs> once or twice and wash it, but at least, and then they'll already have, they won't even have to make it again. So I don't know. I, I have heard some stories that boys will wash their sheets, like maybe a couple of times of the year. And you just try not to think about it. Right. You but, do, but I'm sure that that's, that's right. I have two boys. I have no yeah. doubt that that is right. And they're exactly. never using that flat you don't sheet. Need any, you sure. don't need any more than that. Two sets of sheets, one, you know, two pillows, one, one sleeping pillow, one, you know, sham pillow, a bunch of throw pillows, they'll end up on the floor. You don't need that mattress cover. Obviously mattress cover is actually a really important one to cover the dorm bed. And of course the, the, the mattress topper, because they're so uncomfortable. Those beds, those beds are so the mattress, but then the mattress cover will fit over both of those, the dorm bed and that, and then your sheet. But yeah, I've definitely heard from a number of moms put two bottom sheets on and then they can just peel it off at some point. You know, if you're lucky, like I said, that's hilarious. I might start doing that just here in my house right now in terms of like, what, what's on your list of things, you know, obviously like you need a pair of flip-flops to go into the big group shower. Um, how many towels do you bring? I mean, like my, the joke in my house is that there's a towel service because my kids will use a towel once and say that it's, yeah. you know, not oh, good sure, anymore. Sure, and sure, I can't sure, wait sure. for them to go to college because there's mm -hmm. no towel service there. There's no towel service. Nobody's washing your towels except you. My biggest fear is that they'll never wash their towels. I mean, I hope well, it's possible. <laughs> well, I hope the sheets and the towels and I have said over and over again, for please wash them once a week. And I don't know, you know, we will see. I would say, I would say two towels, honestly, because one okay. is being washed. The other one is using... You don't need more than, and people say washcloths and hand towels. I'm like, 
in the dorms, do you really need that? Because I mean, if it's, if it's your face washcloth, that's one thing, but, and that has to make sure that's drying somewhere on the, in the shower caddy, because you know, you're bringing the shower caddy back and forth with you to the dorm, but I mean, to the, excuse me, to the bathroom, but, um, but the hand towels, I mean, th there's like paper towels in the bathroom, you know, you're probably not using a hand towel unless you're going to bring it back with you. You have to remember all of these things. They're not in the bathroom. Everything stays in your room. You can't leave your towels in the bathroom. Everything stays in your room. So, you know, when we're talking about the over the door hooks, you know, I think that that's one of the things that was on my top 10. When you put that hook thing over your door, sometimes they'll just have three or four hooks. I found one that has 14 hooks. I'm like, hang up all the towels, hang all the things, hang your bathing suit after swim practice, or, you know, hang the things that anything that can get musty or not dry properly. I mean, I would love for every dorm room, honestly, to have a towel bar where you can hang the whole towel and, and pull it out like that. Because I, I don't, I don't think towels dry as well on hooks, but I think in a dorm, that's your only option. What are some other things that people forget to encourage kids to bring or to pack for them? Oh my gosh. Well, I think, you know, we talked about that little, that little phone chart, what that little thing that goes on the back of your phone, it's the mm -hmm. um, it's adhesive and that can keep their room key. I think that's going to be a really important one this year. So it's just a little thin, like a card holder. It's, it's a card holder. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it sticks to the back of their phone so they can keep their credit card and their, and their room key in there. So, because they're, they don't, they don't carry around regular keys anymore, right? They just have the room card. So that needs to go with their phone with them at all times. On your yeah. list, you've got things like, you know, a first aid kit, chargers, mm -hmm. sunblock, school supplies, earplugs, an eye mask, um, command hooks, a fan, toothpaste. Of those things, are you sending one for the most part? Because it's not like they can't go to a drugstore and pick up some of these things. What's your thought on that? You know, that's a really good point because, and it's funny that you say that too, because I, we were just talking about this the other day because I did do a Costco run recently because we're getting so close and I bought like the five pack of deodorant and I bought the two pack of the big lotions and I bought the really big shampoo and conditioner. And I was like, first of all, she's not that, she's only going to be an hour and a half away. So we've got that going for us, but also you don't want to be carrying that big, massive shampoo thing back and forth. So I say just regular sizes. And you on it, and they'll probably come home for Christmas. And if they need another one, you can send it back. I think that really, that's a really good point. And I think it depends on how far they're going. If they're going to the East Coast, then maybe you're getting the, the industrial size shampoo. And then maybe they leave it in the closet and then they have a smaller size. Someone said this to me the other day. Well, they could just get a smaller size and transfer it into that. I'm like, no one's going to do They'll that. They'll never do it. They'll, They'll never, never do, do it. that. I was like, that's the craziest thing I've ever heard. Of course not. So... <laughs> I don't, I honestly don't know if, and I was thinking about this and that's, I, I love that you asked this because I think this is such an important question. I was thinking about this. How long does it, does deodorant last? How long does shampoo last? How long does the thing of lotion? How long does the thing of face wash last? I mean, when was the last time you went through that in nine months? They're only yeah. there for nine months. So you really could probably bring one of everything and all honesty, maybe a couple of deodorants, maybe two regular size shampoos, but I, and you're right. They can go to CVS if they absolutely need to. And so a lot of parents are doing um, Amazon. Oh gosh, what is that? Oh, there's like an Amazon dorm thing, isn't it? It's there? an Amazon dorm. Yeah, it's an absolute, if that's what it's called. It's Amazon. I just wrote it down. Um, oh, it's called um, the Amazon locker. So people are doing that for their kids. I don't know that much about it. I want to look into that. But um, so I think, people, is that the that thing where like you can have stuff delivered to one of those you lockers? Can, yeah, exactly. Usually they're at like a Whole Foods or a mm -hmm. Target it's, or something I, like that, that. that. Thank you. That's exactly what it is. So that, you know what it is? It's, it's a modern day care package. 
It is. Exactly. Because it gets there faster and you don't mm-hmm. have to pack yourself. Exactly. Some people have recommended um, giving your kid like an Instacart membership or an Amazon Prime membership. But I was like, oh, that seems kind of sketchy. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like they could maybe take advantage of that. That could so get I'm expensive quick. Yeah. Um, some of the other organizational advice that you have for families is, regards um, paperwork. And there's a lot of paperwork that get that goes into going to college. And a lot of it, the kids are supposed to be doing on their own. But that could be everything from vaccination records to if they took AP tests, making sure those results got forwarded. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. The, the, the back end stuff is really important. And what we have found because our summer has been so short is that it comes really quickly. Like by July, you already have to start uploading all of those things. So there is a lot to be, the vaccination records are absolutely vital. You have to get those or you can't move into the dorms and those all have to be uploaded to the school, but there's, yeah, that takes a little bit of time. You have to, because of HIPAA, you have to go physically drive to the doctor's office, pick it up. You know, it's a whole thing. The kids can have a portal, but they don't have access to their records till they're 18. So parents can still handle that. But what parents can handle is if your kid has, for example, uh, a 504, because you know, an IEP will end at the end of high school. But if they have a 504 plan, that will carry them all the way into college. And so um, what people have told me is that the parents are not allowed to access the 504 and have that sent. And that is not automatically sent. So the kids have to advocate for themselves. And it's a really good time in the summer to teach them to advocate to themselves. They have to obtain it from their high school and they have to send it to the high, they have to send it to their college. The AP scores, when you take the AP scores, your te- excuse me, tests in junior and senior year, there's a bo- there's a box that has to be checked that says automatically send these to school. If you somehow miss that or if you don't do that, then your AP scores will not be sent. So you have to make sure that, so you're checking right away as early as you can. June 20th was the deadline for AP scores to be received by colleges. And so if you haven't done that, then there's a payment process and they're not going to make it in time for first semester because the AP scores will eliminate, of course, um, classes. And so if they're not there by June 20th, then they won't eliminate a class for first semester. So there's all oh. these things that are, you know, that are kind of involved on the back end that you just want to make sure, you know, the waiving of the healthcare plan, I think is really important to let people know about. Um, I didn't actually know about this until just this So explain year. that. I, I didn't know about this either. Yeah, this I think recently. is really interesting. We just learned this recently and I thought it was so important to share. If you're keeping your kids on your, your healthcare plan, then you don't need the healthcare plan at the college. And they can be upwards of like $3,500 a year, but the colleges make it very difficult to waive that. So you have to go in manually and waive the college healthcare plan. Otherwise it will be automatically applied. So, mm-hmm. and they, they don't make it easy. There's it's you're on the computer for a while. You're uploading your insurance documents. You're, you're going through the whole portal, the whole system, but once it's done, then you've waived that and you're not paying that additional fee. So you that's just really interesting. Sure. I had no idea that was even an option. I, I didn't either. I had no idea it was an option to waive it. And if you're, and I mean, of course, if you're not keeping your kids on your plan, then it is a great option, of course. So I'm not saying, you know, not, not saying don't do it, but, but you don't need to be paying twice. And so right. I think that was that was important to be to be aware of. One of the other things um, before you know you send your kid out is to think about like, do you know how to do basic things? <laughs> right. Most of my clothes were pink my first semester at the Missouri <laughs> because I did not grow up doing the laundry. My mom wouldn't let us touch the washing machine because she was sure uh-huh. I was going to break it. She's probably right in retrospect, um, right. but learning some of those basic life skills, you know, it's uh-huh. super important. And that can be everything from doing your laundry to knowing how to wake yourself up in the morning. Uh-huh. Right. Absolutely. Laundry, 
obviously, you know, simple, if they don't know how to do laundry, teach them now, (laughs) (laughs) they need to, they need to practice that and they need to practice that in the next couple of weeks or a month. Absolutely. But as far as time management, money management, those are very, very important. You know, your, your parents aren't there raking you up. No one, no one's there reminding you. There's no bell telling you to get to college. There's, you know, I mean, Ted's telling you to get to class. You are in charge of your own time. So what I have been suggesting to people for the last couple of years, since, you know, the alarms on phones and everything and reminders, if, you know, before they get the hang of it, if they could just, you know, you could even suggest to your kid, why don't you set an alarm for what time you need to leave to walk to class before every class throughout the day. And so the first couple of weeks, maybe have those reminders and just kind of ding, it'll ding because they, you know, their phones are attached to them. So they will have those reminders and then, okay, now I have to leave. Now it's time to start walking. If I want to get coffee, I'm going to have to leave this much earlier. Or, you know, if you have a study group or if you have a, a lecture section or even a discussion section, you know, all of these things, if they can just keep those in the reminders on their phones, even if their phone is dinging all day long, until they get the hang of their new schedule and being in charge of it on their own, I think that can be a really good, um, that can be kind of a good crutch for them in the very beginning. I think that can really help. Money management, I think is something that um, a lot of parents, it's it's not taught in school. It's something that I honestly, I think that money management and, and, um, and wealth uh, how to build wealth, all those things. I feel like all of those things should be taught in school. I wish that they are, but a lot of kids have no concept of money management at all. They might be getting a credit card for the first time to take with them or a checking account or a debit account or a new card. You know, they need to know this is my budget for the month. This is how much I can spend. This is how close I'm getting to it almost being over. And what I think is the most important thing, and I honestly don't even know if they still do this anymore. Maybe I'm just dating myself, but those guys that sit in the quad with the offering the t-shirts to get the free credit card, make sure they know about those guys, right? Because Mm -hmm. you don't want to be just, if you want a free water bottle or t-shirt signing up for a credit card, because once they turn 18, they can do whatever they want. They can sign up for whatever they want. And parents do not have any financial, uh, they don't have, there's nothing we can do about it. If you don't have the, if you don't have the power of attorney, which is actually something else I wanted to just touch on briefly was the durable power of attorney, which is something else we've learned. So if you do not have durable power of attorney, once your kid turns 18, you have, you're not going to have any say in medical decisions or financial decisions. Like for example, they get caught up and they, they did get scammed by the credit card guy getting a t-shirt and they've spent a bunch of, and then they, they're having trouble paying it off without the power of attorney in writing and notarized. You, you can't help them really with that. You, you can't, you can't talk to the credit card company on their behalf. You can't be part of that. If, if they if they're having str- trouble with their student loans, you can't you can't be part of that conversation at all. And so and I understand that they are adults and they should be handling it on their mm-hmm. own. But at 18, they're still kind of kids. Right. And they still need a little bit of help. And God forbid something happens and they're incapacitated for any reason. Then you want to be able to have you want to have all of that in writing. I've talked to a lot of experts about that and all of my attorneys and all my everyone that I've spoken to said, just look into power of attorney before yeah. they turn. 18. It is interesting. Interesting. I mean, when you talk about organization, there's the obvious of like organizing a drawer and then there's the organizing your the rest of your life to right. reduce the stress so that you can mm-hmm. go be successful, whether it's in your job or in this case, your kids being at school. Right, right. Exactly. There's so many different layers of organization. And I think that that's why this series that I've been I've been talking about for weeks, I think it's just so important to share all of the things. I think that everyone thought, oh, she's just going to show us all the top 10 fun organizations. <laughs> 
products to bring to the doors, but there's so much more involved in it. And especially just having gone through the process now, even though I've been talking about this and advising people on how to stay organized for college and how to get ready for years, now that we're in it and we're three weeks out, it's an entirely different ballgame. And I've learned so much and I just want to be able to share Aww. how to organize your life and your stuff with yeah. as many people as I can. That's my you goal. Can, are you going to cry at drop off? <laughs> just about every day now. I mean, oh. just about every day. And here's what's funny. I did not cry at graduation, the actual graduation. It was also really hot. And so yeah. maybe that's probably why, but, um, but everything else, the, you know, the sports award ceremonies and like yeah. the, you know, GPA award ceremonies and the, in the, in the end of, you know, her aging out of her swim team, I just made me cry more in the last week than I have, you know, because, you know, we've just been 15 summers at this point. It's just every, it's just, so there's so many, so many lasts, like they're happening. So you're going to make me cry right now. There's oh, so many but laughs she's happening. also, <laughs> and now she has so many firsts coming too. And she has so many firsts. There's so many, so many exactly. and it's all going to be, I'm so, of course, I'm so excited for her. And what's funny is, is my son is just starting high school. So we, we have one on their way out and one is just starting high school. So we've got a whole, we've got four more years to, for all of this fun to do. And, and she's going to be so close. We feel lucky that she's going to be in college close to ta- close to home. And so hopefully we'll get to go to football games and do all the fun stuff. Yeah. Well, it's a fun so. new chapter for your entire family. What are some good places for people to keep up with um, some of the content that you've been creating with regards to the whole college experience? Oh, well, um, well, my top 10 blog just dropped this morning on homemethodco.com. So you can absolutely um, go there, um, go on to homemethodco.com. We have blogs and that's where the best of the best way place to set a consultation with us or to book our services or anything like that. Homemethodco.com has all of our information, but we're on Instagram every day. So if you want to just follow along with our stories, it's really fun as we're as we're in our clients' homes every day. We're on stories all day and we're sharing all the fun things. And that's how Method Co on Instagram. So that's really where all the fun is. Kim wrote a great blog with all that dorm advice and I have linked it in the show notes for this episode. I hope you found this helpful. And if you did, would you please text it to a friend? You probably know people who also have kids going to college. Hopefully that advice will help them out too. So just texting the episode is not only good for them, also great for us here at Dying to Ask as we continue to try to grow the show. Thanks for listening this week and I'll see you next time on Dying to Ask.